0: the book of Jonah. Many of you, a very well popular chapter or verse in the uh, verses in the Bible there. And, uh, but uh, Jonah chapter number one, we'll start there. In this, in this book, for me, there may be some that do not know, but Jonah is a prophet of the Lord. And uh, we're uh, the reason in, in choosing, I've really been praying about this uh, uh, with the upcoming revival. I want to speak to you about a revival that takes place in the scriptures. In Jonah, Jonah was a man who uh, was a prophet of the Lord. And then God told Jonah, I need you to go to the city of Nineveh and preach the gospel. Well, Jonah... Decided that he would run from the Lord. And he made that choice to run the other direction of the city of Nineveh. All right? So and when making that choice, uh, and see, and here's the deal, is every one of us, including myself, we make choices. And you can make a choice. You, you made a choice to get up this morning to attend church. There are many who made choices this morning to stay home there are many who made choices uh, to be here. And I'm glad you're here. And and as we make choices in our life, Jonah makes choice that he would run from God. Now, there have been times in my life when God has told me to do something. I do not always like what God has told me to do. I may not always, well, man, that's a great idea. And uh, And I, I don't know, maybe I'm I'm just being honest with you this morning, but ultimately there are times in my life when God tells me to do something, I'm like, "Uh, are you sure that's what you want me to do? And Jonah, he said, okay, God, since you want me to do that, I'm running away. And he thought that he could run from the presence of God. Well, Jonah found out that he could not run from the presence of God. And may I humbly submit to you this morning, you may think, well, I'm just gonna run from God. Uh, you'll get down the road long enough and far enough. God's still there. Uh, The Bible says the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. So just think if you you think I can run from God and get away from it, you're not going to run from God and get away from it. And Jonah ran to a ship and he went to, he booked a a book, booked a ship uh, to go to Tarshish and he got on that boat and he went in the bottom of that boat and he began to sleep. He was so confident in his decision to run from God, he slept in the bottom of the boat. And as he was asleep in the bottom of the boat, the waves began to crash and the wind began to blow and, and the storm blew in that night on Jonah. I don't know how long he had been on that boat, but long enough that they couldn't return back to the shore. It was far enough out that There was no land in sight, and they needed help. Well, come to, uh, to this story. Here it is. He's laying in the bottom of the boat. he's sleeping, or whatever's taking place. And hey, Jonah, hey, maybe Jonah has the answer why we're uh, going through this storm here, uh, about to die. And they all begin to draw straws, and well, it's Jonah's turn. Let's throw him overboard. And they throw Jonah overboard. And when they throw Jonah overboard, a big fish comes to swallow him up. Now, Jonah goes to the belly of that big fish and he stays there. Now, as, he was, as he's in there, he comes to himself. What am I doing here? Well, what made Jonah get to the belly of the well was his choice to rebel against God. And to rebel against the Holy Spirit of God. And because of his choice to do that and run, he ended up in the belly of the well. But as he was there, God began to speak to him. I don't know at what point did Jonah say, man, man, I, I better check with God and see if I can get out of here. I mean, I don't know what was going through the guy's mind as he's swashing around in the bell's well, in the, in the well's belly. I don't know. All that stomach acid, I don't know what got him to wake up, but he finally decided to pray. He finally decided to pray after he had ran from God. And he said, well, Okay, God, he said, I'll go to Nineveh if you get me out of here. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll go to Nineveh. And so God instructed that well to, to come to the top of the water and spit him out. Well, he was spit out on dry ground and he took off running. Guess where? To Nineveh. To Nineveh. Now, his story, historians tell us one of the reasons he was kind of scared to go to Nineveh is because they would peel people and skin them alive, Christians, people that were uh, believers, they would get rid of them. One of the reasons why Jonah didn't want to go. But Jonah, after being in the the whale's belly, he decided that he would go. Now, Jonah goes into that city and he's given some instruction on what to do. Now, that's where we're going to pick up, where Jonah comes into the city of Nineveh. Now you've heard that story before. Maybe, maybe not, but now you have. I didn't give you every detail, but that's just the gist of where, where Jonah is at. After having that experience, I don't know about you, but I'd want to do what God wanted me to do. Amen. After being tossed about, in the bottom of the sea, in the, in the well's belly. I, I don't know that I would be doing my own thing. I'd be wanting to listen to God. Do you know that there are times in my life, there are times in your life when God has tried to get your attention, when He is trying to get your attention, and you won't listen, and, and, and thing after thing, and and, and and keeps coming up, and obstacles keep coming up, maybe that is God's way of trying to get your attention? No, I'm not going to listen. No, I'm not going to listen. You realize that if Jonah would have decided to ignore God, that if Jonah would have decided to do his own thing, he would have died in the whale's belly if he would not have gotten right with God? No, I'll do my own thing. He would have died in the whale's belly. You decide to go do your own thing. You decide to live your life how you want to, when you want to, where you want to, and not... And not ask God about it. You'll not end up where, the, where God wants you to be. No. So here's Jonah. Jonah goes into Nineveh. Let's all stand if you can. We'll read the scripture together. We'll read uh, <coughs> Jonah chapter 3. Jonah chapter 3 and verse number 1. The Bible says, And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go into Nineveh, the great city, and preach unto it it, the preaching that I bid thee. Go in there and preach what I've told you to preach. So Jonah arose and went into Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. And Jonah began to enter the city in a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. I want you to read this verse with me out loud, if you will. Verse number five. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. Verse number five. So the people of God, people of Nineveh did what? Believe they, God. Believe God. they believed God. Yeah. They believed God. They believed it. They believed what Jonah said. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this morning. I pray, dear God, that you would use me in spite of me. I ask right now that that you'd help to revive me. Lord, I pray that you will help me to convey the thoughts you want to. I love you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all may be seated. As we look at this scripture and as we prepare for revival, listen, the preacher that's coming... (laughs) the preacher that's coming doesn't carry revival in his pocket. Revival is not something you hand out. Revival is not something that uh, just happens. Revival is something that you prepare for. Revival is something that you pray for. Revival is something you fast for. Revival is something that God gives because of the things that you do when you want revival. When Jonah wanted revival, uh, Jonah, now I, and you'll see this in just a minute because we'll finish the rest of the chapter, but Jonah uh, wanted to get out of the well's belly, but he did not still want the children of Nineveh to be saved. Because in verse verse number 10, all the way down to verse number 3 of chapter 4, Jonah is upset that God saves Nineveh. Jonah gets upset and he's disappointed and he's mad that God saved Nineveh. Jonah didn't want the Ninevites to get right. Jonah didn't want the Ninevites to uh, escape the wrath of God. Jonah didn't want that. Jonah was completely disappointed because Jonah was a vessel that God used to bring the children of Nineveh to, to right, but he wasn't the 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 he still wanted to do his own thing. Because the preacher doesn't bring revival. No. The preacher doesn't bring revival. This preacher doesn't bring revival. It's your belief. It's your prayer. It's your fasting, your time with God that brings revival. When the Bible says in verse number five, so the people of Nineveh believed in Jonah. Is that what it said? The people in Nineveh believed that God was right and God was real and God was true and God was sure and God was a solid foundation. And when Jonah left, and when Jonah left, they still believed God. Because Jonah could care less that they got right. Because it wasn't the preacher... It was the people. Right, right, right. It wasn't the preacher, it was the people. Verse number five, what did they do immediately when they believed God? They proclaimed a fast. A fast. Oh my. Revival's coming. Let's proclaim a fast. Amen. You can't plan revival. As I said, he doesn't bring my, my preach, my preacher. This is my preacher. That's why I'm having my dad preach my, the, the revival because he's my preacher. Mm-hmm. He's been my preacher since I was just a little boy. It's right. Right. my preacher. Yeah. Right. He doesn't bring revival in his back pocket. Right. You have to prepare for revival. One, we need to prepare Amen. for revival. How do you prepare for revival? Well, I'm glad you asked. Number one, we need to pray. Yes, yes, yes. Not two minutes. No. Not a minute. But pray. As a church, we need to pray. Amen. As individuals, we need to pray. As a church congregation, we need to pray. Every service from here until we have revival, we're going to pray God send revival. And I want us to earnestly pray that God would send revival. I want you to earnestly pray every day at your home, in your quiet space, in your prayer time, that God would send revival. That God would send it. Look, I don't want just an average revival. I don't want the preacher to come in, and the preacher to go out, and it feel like nothing happened, and no one gets saved, and no one gets right, and nothing changes. Listen, I want to see God move. I want to see God do a work. I want God to move in our lives like He's never moved before. And to do that, we have to pray. We have to spend time with God. If you, look, if you do the same thing over and over again, you can always expect the exact same thing over and over again. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. You want, you want different results? Then you have to do something different. Right. right, We want revival? You want God to work like he's never worked before? Then you have to do something different than what you've done before. Right, that's right. See, revival came to the Ninevites because they proclaimed a fast in which they hadn't done before to God. And God worked, and God moved, and God saved those Ninevites. Never happened. These people were heathens. These people were anti God. And the preacher come in 40 days, 40 days, Nineveh is going to be overthrown. And they, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're going to believe in God. Well, let's proclaim a fast right now. Proclaim a fast. Maybe, it, maybe it's not in your health to be able to fast. I cannot fast from food. I definitely cannot fast from food. I need it. Not for health reasons, but I just need it. Look, as a Christian, you want something different. You're going to have to do something different. We want revival. We want God to work in our revival. Then we have to do something different. We need to pray. We need to prepare. Like he said in this verse, he said they believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. Look, every look. How do they do it? From the least of them to the to the greatest of them, huh? Who's that? Everybody. How many? Everybody. 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 Not just the preacher. Right. Not just the deacon. It's everybody. Everybody in this room, if you want revival, you're going to have to pray for it. Amen. Right. You want God to do something different? Then you're going to have to pray for it. Yeah. Nothing magical. Listen, it's nothing magical. It's not going to be uh, hooky, uh, spooky, whatever you want to call it. No, it's nothing magical that's going to take place. But if you'll just pray yeah. and pray with us and pray with us and pray in unity, that God would do something in our revival. And he will. And he will. Yes, yes, yes. You may not be able to see it tomorrow. You may not may not be able to see it next week, and you may not be able to see it in a month from now. But if we pray earnestly together that God will, God will. Yes. Amen. Yes. John fifteen seven says, If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Yes, right. Jeremiah 33, three says, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. See, God wants to provide and God wants to do a great work, but maybe we just need to ask. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not just one of us, right. but all of us. What is the need of a revival? Do you not look across our country and see that we need revival? Yes, yeah. well, Bring back something closer to God? we need to grow closer to God. Yeah. Or do we need to, let me ask you this. Do we need to grow further away from God or closer to God? Closer. No, How does that take place? Right, right. You have to do something different than what you're doing now. If you want to get closer to God, then you have to take steps to make yourself closer to the Lord. Ask and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, Amen. until he answers. Yeah. And, he will. and he will. Yes, yes, yes. And he will. Now, I don't like, I liked, I, in a way, I like history, okay? Things that have passed in the past, I like to read about them. But ultimately, history doesn't change what happened right, today, right now. And if you will read, you'll read about great revivals of past. Read of Jonathan Edwards preaching a message. And literally, he, the, the story is that he read his, his sermon off of a piece of a paper. And the auditorium was full. And as he read his sermon, he said he never even lifted his voice, never even raised his voice. As he read his sermon, at the end of the sermon, people were hanging on to the sides of the church building because there were pillars on the inside, afraid that they would fall into hell. Thousands of people were saved. Part of the great awakening that took place in this country. I like to read those stories, but at the same time, I don't like to read those stories because I don't want them to be something of the past. I want them to be something of right now. I firmly believe, do we still serve the same God that Elijah served? Do we still serve the same God that Jonah served when all he did was walk through the city? And people got saved. I've read stories of them holding tent revivals. And outside the tent revivals, uh, uh, two miles down the road or a mile down the road, men driving their cars uh, and stopping at the stop sign. And the power of God stopping them. And them getting out of their vehicles and praying and getting saved without ever hearing a message from God. Because they could feel the presence of God from yes. a tent meeting that was going on blocks yes. away. Yes. 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 Does God still exist? Yes. Amen. Does the power still exist? Yes, Lord. <laughs> Pray yes. 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 with me. Pray oh, with me that God would do that here. Pray. 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 It's not the preacher. I need to be prepared. God sent revival because they decided to believe. Let me ask you, I'm done. Will you believe with me this morning? Hallelujah. Will you pray with me this morning? Yes, yes, yes. That God would stir in the hearts of every one of us. That God would bring Amen. revival. Lord, I love you. I thank you for today. I thank you for your hand of mercy.